was a shit show. All right, Morgan, today I was on the phone with Margaret Josephs, okay? Oh my God, we what a delight. We were talking about Caviar Dreams to a Fish Budget, her new book that's her new out book. fucking today, okay? Very, and I'm very so, excited. So she uh, inspired me to start us that we're going to, we're going to do a new segment right now, okay? Okay. Oh, it's called, excited. it's called seemingly meaningless interaction from the week. That's actually pretty significant at the end of the day. I have one. Okay. All right, so I'll start out. So I'll give an example. So here's mine. So last, so okay. this girl asked me to go on her podcast. Okay. I'm not going to say who it is. And okay. she's a very, very sweet girl. Uh, and you know, when somebody asks you to go on their podcast, don't you almost feel like a little bit like they know like who I am? Like, you know, yeah, you get kind of, of like an ego thing and you're like, like they oh, went man. out of their way to type out a message to ask you. That's a huge thing. Even yes. for us, I feel like sometimes like, yeah. yeah oh, I, so yes. Yes. And you put thought and effort into being like this person, vi like, you know what we think, like, do they vibe with this? Is it this and whatever? Exactly. A yeah. Anywho. So I was like kind of being a little like, like a little egoy. So I like got on there and she looked like she was had been crying. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, are you okay? Like what's going on? She's like, I was just like, I was crying. And I was like, oh my God, like, are you okay? Like, do you want to talk about it? And she's, she's You're like, like, should I hit record? <laughs> she's like, well, you know, it's just been over. I'm just stressed. I'm just stressed. And then she was like pulling up something on her computer and she just goes, cry, 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 cry. Wait, she and was saying this or she was doing it? She kept saying it. She was going cry, oh, okay. cry, like just saying the word cry. And Maybe so she was trying to like get herself to cry. Was she having like a tear block? Mm -mm -mm. I think she was just being a little bit weird. And so okay. I then <laughs> went back to her and I was like, cry, 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 cry. And I didn't stop saying it. And then I just go, I go cry. Till then I always got by. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, why are you singing that? And I was like, because this song, it's called Cry. Yeah. And she was like, no, it's not. That song's not called Cry. And I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought that it was called cry. And she was What's like, it called? I don't know. But that's not the point of the story. <laughs> the okay. Point, okay. Okay. The point of the story is two things. Okay. Then we got right into recording. I, I think that I'm good at colloquialisms. I think that I'm really good at like random thing, like inserting a song into something. I'm Definitely. Not, I'm actually not that good at it. <laughs> yes, you are. And so that's why that <laughs> random moment is significant. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, I thought I was like really doing something when I sang that song. All right. I had a completely sure. diff I had a completely different take on seemingly what was it? Seemingly not what's the it, saying? It, it's seemingly meaningless events from the week that actually happen to have some significance at the end. Okay, of the mine is so vapid and stupid. Go ahead. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> Nothing is stupid here. It's not. I trust me. I, okay, it was actually today after I got after I was done work, I went to CVS to go pick up a prescription. Mm -hmm. And I uh, was talking to the pharmacist and she was really nice. I liked all of her jewelry um, and she was super cute. Had like a really cute outfit on under, under the uh, white coat. And okay. um, I just say to her, like, I really like your bracelets, <laughs> like, which is also, which is just a weird thing to say, like, cause I know what brand they were. They're David Yerman. I should have been like, I love your David Yerman bracelets, but it was just like, I like your bracelets. Like it was just kind of weird. Uh -huh. And she's also like giving me a prescription at the same time. Like it was just, and we were behind like a, those plastic barriers. So it was just not the time really to do small talk, but I had to anyway. 
And she's like, yeah. oh my gosh, thank you. And she's like, I thought you were going to say that uh, you liked my nails. And I was like, well, I like your nails too. Cause she had like, <laughs> she had really nice nails. Like some of them, well, I didn't know any of them were cracked. And then she like uh, whipped out her like one ring finger. And she's like, this one is like totally cracked. I get it stuck in my, in my hair all the time. And then I see a hair like coming out of my nail. I'm like, I know I've been there. I was like, I have to get my nails done so bad. And um, then I was like, we stopped talking because she was checking me out. And I just said to her, um, just like a crazy question, but is there anywhere to get your nails done around here? And um, because in the seaport of Boston, I, I quite literally could get everything I would need to survive in a radius of, I don't know, 150 150 feet my office is one song away it's one song long walk (laughs) trader joe's is like maybe a two song long walk and cvs is right next door so i have everything except for a nail salon and then she went on to tell me there's this place mini locks where i can get my nails done but they don't do dip anyway so it it turned into a very friendly conversation Mm -hmm. and when I got in line I was the only person in line and then I looked behind me and there was like six people very annoyed so it turned out to be just like going from I like your bracelets to then finding out where to get my nails done around here and then we're comparing notes and it was just like a it was just a good conversation she was very sweet she wasn't weird we Mm -hmm. were like kind of on the same wavelength and I feel like it was the first uh girl today that I was on the same wavelength with okay so so maybe your meaning in that is that it doesn't always have to be the people that you usually depend on for meaning that give you meaning it can be the the random girl I think it's it it could be the random girl and I think sometimes you can find frequencies with random people and I did that I did just that well speaking of like random people so I've been like (laughs) I've been on TikTok a lot and you know he's been on it well, you know Everyone how go watch. You know how I've been having a weird thing with the name Danny. <laughs> Danny Phantom. Yeah, Danny Phantom. Da- <laughs> you know, there's so many Danny. Danny DeVito. Dan- Danny Zuko. And you Danny. know, I I've been having a weird Danny thing, and people are like, "Oh, I'll be talking about God, about a guy." And they're like, "What's the guy's name?" And I'm like, "It's actually Danny." And there's <laughs> it's like- actually like as if none of us are surprised. And they're like, "Is that the Danny from Boston?" I'm like, "No, it's the Danny from <laughs> Philadelphia." They're like, "Is that the Dan?" And so well, anyway, well, this time it's the Danny from TikTok. Yeah, well now it's do, but except it's not a bad Danny thing. But I saw this guy. Uh, he kept coming up on my feed, and he sings, and he's been on Broadway. And I was like, "Oh my god, why I find this guy so funny is that." I keep seeing his TikTok in my For You page because we obviously like the same content or whatever. But then he has this one TikTok where he's like, um, <laughs> he's like, every time I think like this is the one TikTok that's going to blow up and it's like him with a clown face. And I was like, this guy's on Broadway. Like he yeah. got his dreams fulfilled and he's like worried about a TikTok blowing up. Well, because it's a new platform, like it's totally new. And I guess what I'm yeah. I'm wondering is if Anthony, if you ever come up on his for you page, uh, I don't know, probably not. We'll have honestly. to ask. Probably not. <laughs> we somehow and he ended up following me back on TikTok eventually, so I don't know how. Anyway, I just became so obsessed with his videos and his singing. He's so adorable. And then I checked his name because sometimes you don't check the person's name. I'm like, oh, fucking course, it's Danny. <laughs> Danny. <laughs> well, Danny. regardless, welcome to the show. We have Danny Quadrino. Am I pronouncing it right? You are. Thanks for Hi, Danny. Me. He's Hi. off of mute finally. He can laugh. I can laugh at you. I was laughing along the whole time, I will say. 
Thank you. <laughs> now, um, Danny, where are you stationed right now? I'm stationed, I'm stationed in San Diego, <laughs> California right now. Oh, that's beautiful. But yes, I've been here for a year. I was here doing a new show, a new musical, out of town tryout when the world shut down. And I've been oh here God. ever since. So um, I was supposed to be here through March. I got here last January and I haven't left. So have you grown to love it there? Oh my God. I don't want to, I like, I will always be a New Yorker because I'm a raised New Yorker, but I wish I could, I wish Broadway was out here or I had a TV show to be on because I would stay in California in a second. uh, Yeah. Forever. I'm sure it's gorgeous. I love it. It's great. Just good for the soul. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Danny, yeah. let's pretend that you're at an audition. So how do you usually slate yourself when you audition? Is that the correct term? You're like slating? Well, usually when I go in for an audition in for theater, not that they know me, they're briefed on who I am before I go in the room. Mm-hmm. But now that the world is on self-tapes mm-hmm. and all that shit, it's always <laughs> just like how what you what your name is where you're from yeah and all that good stuff and sometimes you have to say your height sometimes i lie about my height um what do you how tall are you yeah Yeah, how tall are you i am five nine but for a lot of the jobs i have to do like i understudied bach and wicked and he's supposed to be five seven and under so i'm like i'm five seven and a half and they let me slide (laughs) (laughs) oh my god listen nessa you're lying (laughs) truly i got something to confess and it's my height um (laughs) at least you don't have to wear like shoe lifts or something like it's i feel like it's easier to lie about being i wear shoe lifts I wore shoe lifts on that date. And then when we were at a place where- <laughs> You did? Oh my God, on my date with thou who shall not be named. Newsflash, it's Danny. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, newsflash, it's fucking Danny. I was, I, when we when we eventually had to take off our shoes for things, he was like, he was like, weren't you just for like things. a little bit taller than me? And I was like, Maybe, baby, but I don't think so. I think that you are. You're like, let's just get horizontal and not think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, when you slate yourself, Danny, do you say, or I'm using totally the correct, do you talk about what credits you have or they're briefed on? So they're briefed on that. Yeah, usually they have like my headshot and resume. So that would be so weird if I had to be like, I'm Danny Quadrino and this is all that I've done. That seems a little extra for me. Like, I, I hate talking like when... I have to like talk about my resume. Oh my god, right. I'm so sorry because no, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. That. It just <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting because um when we talked to um Nicole Travolta, when we were yeah. talking to Nicole uh, Travolta, she is a character comedian, um, actress, and she was talking about how she used to prefer um, auditioning in person just because you can actually get kind of like the energy and frequency of like who you're performing for yeah. and they can and vice versa. Like they'll actually get to know who you are. If you're going to be professional on set, um, all that stuff. So it must be so hard to do just send in videos of yourself. And yeah, I mean, I, I haven't had imagine. many <laughs> over the last well, year. Do you but... think that uh, doing TikTok kind of took away that pressure and was cathartic for you in some way during COVID? No, because I, I never resisted. I resisted TikTok for so long because I was like, I don't want to do this. And then like, I've kind of just fallen into like 
I like I like it for what it is, and I like I would love to like blow up on there so it's yeah. easier to get a job. But like, I'm hoping that once the world is open and I have in person auditions again, people will fall in love with me that way. Like I, Definitely. you know. It's been working for 10 years, so I'm hoping it'll work again when- uh, It's just a little speed yeah. bump, I'd say, you know, yeah. right now. Were people telling you like, oh my God, Danny, you have to get on TikTok. Danny, you have to do this. You have to be, you know, you'd be so great if you did this. Or was it more of like a personal decision? I hadn't heard that a little bit, but a lot of it was just a personal decision. I was like, the world is shut down. The sky is literally falling from every direction. <laughs> Shit is hitting the fan about everything. And I just like- I, Social media became more of a chore to me than it was something I enjoyed. I used to yeah. really enjoy it, but now it just, a lot of times it feels like more of a job, but TikTok, uh, I'm taking the pressure off myself and being like, oh, I like this song. I'm going to sing. Oh, I'm going to do something stupid. Like it's like right. easier to do that, but right. yeah. Well, the thing is the, about TikTok that's like so annoying is that like, okay. So for example, I, that's all I wanted to do was blow up on TikTok. That was like all my, my main thing. <laughs> Okay, so I, I made it happen. I have like five videos that all have like 500K views about Taylor Swift. Then fucking Billboard <laughs> wrote an article about my Taylor Swift things. It's true. I can't break 7,000 followers of TikTok. That's so wild. But That's what weird. is that? Like, what's the problem? I think that they just don't the, like the, me. the algorithm is screwed up. It's the there. algorithm. Yeah. It's the algorithm. That's how I feel about Instagram, especially. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. The, it's, Instagram is horrible. You never want to. You never see what you want to see ever. Yeah. I, I mean, used to be I able would... to post. Yeah. No, go ahead, Danny. I was gonna say I used to be able to post something on Instagram, and it like my friends would see it, and it would get likes. And again, it's not yeah. about the likes. And I hate that it, this is even a conversation because it's so dumb. Like if you think about it, like <laughs> the picture of me outside the mural didn't get like a thousand likes. I'm gonna yeah. like throw myself off a bridge. But like, right? It's so dumb. <laughs> like, why do I care? I I, I still know. saw that place. You know? It's so weird because I, I'm really shocked that my five videos that I made on TikTok didn't blow up either because they were good um, too. <laughs> well, I'll tell you why. Because I realized <laughs> that I put it on private. <laughs> like I literally like just oh made them for God. myself. And basically what they were, Danny, was like when the masks uh started to become like this huge mandate. And oh, it I was before the mask. I remember was, the mask it wasn't was like before, a thing. like, yeah. And my mom, we couldn't buy them anywhere. So my mom made um, a couple of like custom handmade ones and they were really cute, like patterned. So I did like a fake, like Vogue um, unboxing of like these masks, like Vogue sent me like all these masks and I was like kind of making fun of them, but like not really like, well, I, I was well, what back then it was <laughs> yeah. like a new thing. Like you were the first person to make that joke. Like now right. that's everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Right. And I was trying to like commentate on like all the patterns and all the stuff. And then it got to the point where like I took like an eye mask and I like put it over my mouth and I was like, yes. they ran, they ran out of material and they're getting very resourceful. And then I put like a um, sandwich baggie over my mouth and I'm like, they're being so <laughs> fashionable. And then like the last straw was like a beanie hat that I put over my whole face. And I was just like, this is going to protect me totally from COVID. It can't get in. It can't get out. My eyes are covered, but it's not conducive. And then I was like, why aren't, th why isn't this getting like more attention? Like, you know, not that I was looking for it, but I thought it was so yeah, funny. Well, we're, we're all looking for it. Yeah. All the time. But, yeah. Yes. but it's, but it's just because I put it on, I put it on private. <laughs> that so. would have blown up. That would I believe that that would have blown up. Me too. I mean, I mean, Meredith Mark started a mask trend. I don't know if you're Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Well, I just oh my god. Really, 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 really. 
Oh my I God. Really are Danny, we? Yeah. Are Danny, we do you, my, my, Danny, my main income job is that I represent housewives. I literally said that to my boyfriend earlier and I, cause I was like, look <laughs> at this video of Margaret Joseph. And I'm like, I'm about to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know that I, okay. So I, he's getting really excited. He's oh my God, very, I'm getting excited about the bread. I'm starstruck because of Danny's impressive. Broadway and he likes the housewives. Yes. So I put on a wig and a dress <laughs> and I lip sync to one of Luann's song. I think it was her newest one. And I put that was one of the first TikToks that I made that I thought was fucking hilarious. Yeah. And then I tweeted it and I tagged her and Desmond Child, whatever. She reposted, she like retweeted it. She reposted it on her main feed of her Instagram. <laughs> Me just like Get in out. a sparkly, like just in a, a pink wig. So then cut to watch what happens live reaches out and is like, will you be part of the like night of 1000 Luann's? So like my oh ass my went God. to like, I went to the Ross Dress for Less. I got like a spangled out, like <laughs> green fucking jumper, a wig, a blue screen, my microphone. I put 54 below as like the background of my thing. And I was like no. on to watch what happens live in the back of the screen with 7,000 other people. And I was so mad. I was like, <laughs> I deserved more screen time. Danny, that is fucking. You know you, your worth, Danny. You're like the talk about range. You're bopping wicked. And they were like, wicked. "Can you sing?" And I was like, "Sure." So I was like, "Monica," like just like literally like yeah. belting, "Monica can't buy you." <laughs> oh my god! What a like, shit show! They're like, "What a shit show!" <laughs> Little go. do they know you're on fucking Broadway. <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. So I want to pretend for a second that you are at an audition with us, <clears> and you have to sleep your name because obviously we know you i want people to know you so so your name your height um and you're auditioning to be a host on the shit show um so that's the energy <laughs> and i want you to also list your credits and how oh impressive you think that they are i want you to brag i kind of want him to put on awful. like a persona as well yeah <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> so you have to relate to us, two idiots from New Jersey. So please right. relate to us. Hi, my name is Danny Quadrino. I am blank years old. I am five, eight and a half. I am from Long Island, New York, and I made my Broadway debut with John Stamos uh, as a senior in high school in Bye Bye Birdie. And then I went on to do Newsies on Broadway after that. And then I did Peter Pan Live on NBC. Took a break, Easy. got a dog, and did Wicked. Amazing. And then I did the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory national tour. And then oh, my God. I played Mike TV, and then I was doing Fly with the same team as Hamilton. And now I'm unemployed. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> well, you got the job. You're, You're in, in, Danny. Congratulations. Wait, so I got to ask you. Okay, so I... Uh, and I'll actually... Maybe I'll cut this out. So I'm, I'm friendly with... Do you know Kevin Solak? I I know him. I helped a mutual friend of ours move, and it, him and I were in a U-Haul with my oh, okay. friend Curtis, and we yeah. But Kevin, well, I so saw funny. that Kevin was on the podcast. I was just like looking it up the other day. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that yeah. was like the OG one, like fucking forever ago. So, um, but Kevin, I remember well, we went back. I brought my friend like backstage at Mean Girls, and Taylor Louderman is such a. Uh, force and I feel like it's like kind of a rare thing and I was always afraid to bring this up to Kevin because Kevin just worked with her but she has like really big diva energy and not in the negative connotation I mean like the way that like the old dames the old broads on Broadway used to have this energy is she like really le like or do you when you worked with her you're just like oh she's just another chick 
No, when we worked together, that was before Mean Girls. That was after Bring It On, but before Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Mean Girls. We're doing a little uh, accent for our audition. Yeah, I like, wonder why. Well, I, my persona dropped halfway through because I was just rushing because I felt uncomfortable talking about it. We're actually going to rescind your offer. We're so sorry. <laughs> um, no, but it was before like Mean Girls. I think Mean Girls is what really like sent her career. I mean, she she's amazing, and she was always lovely when when we work together and we've sang in a bunch of concerts together because the Ben Rowla who musical directs my solo shows and her are very close and he does a lot of concerts around New York. So like we've spent a lot of time together, but she's, I've never gotten that from her. I think because I knew her before. Mean totally. Before, so I don't know. I mean, she just really uh, I, makes me like feel stuff inside. Like I, I see her. I remember she walked by and she was so normal too. She was just walking across the stage. Like on, we were on it together. I was like, I'm standing on a fucking stage with Diva. Um, but let me ask you this. Okay, so we're going to do a speed round. Okay. Right. You're in a one man show right now. Okay. And this was inspired by you posted something about being in a one man show, I think, or mm -hmm. whatever. I did a play a couple summers ago where I played 37 different people. Oh okay. My God. That is That's fucking crazy. wild. So do you like, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna get back to that. We're gonna get back to that <laughs> in a second. Um, okay, but in this setting, you're playing Danny Quadrino, but it's a weird hyperbole styled thing of your life. So aliens invade, okay? Okay. So let's write it together. So if this alien was really hot. Do you think that you would have sex with this, an alien? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> why not? Why not? Yeah, why? Because what if, like, that's what exactly what they want to happen, and then they take my life? Okay, oh, for, very smart. Okay. That's very smart. Thank you. So, plot point. You just wrote it. <laughs> okay. Right so, away, that, that stigmatism that's it. against the alien. So that's no! what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my no. god, this, this is like a musical. Okay, so Danny. We need, we need like drama at the beginning, right? So, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's right. He's right. So the guy's name is Zader, is the alien. So they fall in love. Okay. So um, if you were to base you and the alien's love story on the first time that you found love, tell us how that would have went. How did you feel when you first fell in love? confused i don't know um that's the first especially, song i guess maybe confused. you did fall in love with an alien maybe i did <laughs> <laughs> um i guess ooh, confused and like really nervous all the time and mm. yeah like what are I they think, gonna do next yeah i think i was like the first time like i i wouldn't say like found love or like that i thought that i found love because you know we always think that we like find it until we're out of it and then we're like oh that wasn't it yeah. Mm -hmm. you know I mean? Yep. Exactly. Right. I've been so. There. Yeah. So I guess like the first kind of person I dated, guy I dated, I was in college, and it was just everything was just like what, what, what. So I think it was a lot of like, who the hell knows what's gonna happen. So a lot of frantic energy, I would say. So. Oh my god! I it's I'm an angsty musical. <laughs> I kind of picture you like running around in circles and like being very yeah very frantic. <laughs> Not knowing like which way is up. There's some stunts where you like are put upside down. Like a oh, lot yes. of effects are used. We're gonna need some heavy backstage people here. <laughs> a fly rig. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> now, so the wh what was the um? What do you think is the most stupid thing that you were like confused and nervous over, and the most valid thing that they made you feel stupid for? I feel like I was made 
they made me feel stupid about feeling like I feel things very deeply. I come from an Italian family. That's partly mm -hmm. why I like only half watch Real Housewives of New Jersey because it feels close, too close to home. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I feel like they made me feel like bad about having so many emotions. Oh God, that's awful. Yeah. Gaslighting. So then, so then what's that? So yeah, what's that song called? Stop gaslighting me. I can feel things. No, I don't know. <laughs> You just sounded like Mel Melania. Melania. <laughs> okay. I had in college, my two best friends and I were at my house um, on Long Island and we made a ukulele cover of that song and I can't Don't find the video. Oh no. Before it was cool, but it was it was like, Melania, you have such muscular legs when you're in gymnastics. <laughs> and then like three part harmony, just so dumb. Oh, Does you need to find like that. Get does anyone get as emotional when you watch that i feel like it's like so cute and it's like so like sad and but like so funny just so many things it's, it's very like traumatizing i would be i would hate i am so happy that when i was young and my brother and i were doing stupid stupid things like that youtube didn't exist and all these things like weren't a thing because yeah. i I would be a meme. Like I would absolutely be a meme. <laughs> That's what I was saying. To, I was saying that to you the other day, Anthony. I think I was when we were talking about our like we made old like oh my god made, like like they were hundreds so... of movies. Like, yeah, like and they were all put up on YouTube. Movies like thirty yeah. minute movies. I paid <laughs> money to get them wiped from the internet. You did. <laughs> like, I love that. I, I wish I didn't because they're harmless. Oh, right. I still have stuff on YouTube and it's, it, it is traumatizing. It's so traumatizing. My brother did, was like, a, oh, you go, you go. You no, go. you go, oh, Danny. Uh, Danny. Yeah, Danny, go ahead. Danny. I'm getting cut off. Danny. No, I wanted to hear it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what to search. Okay. <laughs> oh, what so it's, <laughs> it's by, it's by Productions in the AM because I did it with my friend Amanda. And so it was Amanda and Morgan. Uh, it was productions in the AM. And it, we would always make these videos like three in the morning. And we did this like Jersey. It's called Jersey Licious. And we, oh, what we did so was bad. like. Here we watched this on the short this summer. Yeah, we did. We did on the big screen. And so. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> and like she went behind my back and pretended to be my arms and she couldn't see anything. And she gave me a makeover. Like as if I was like this Love like it. Jersey, um, like Guida. And it's so funny. And it's really bad because like if you don't watch the video with it and you just listen to what I'm saying, it's like so perverted. Like you would think <laughs> you would think it's <laughs> so it's funny. It's not white from the Internet, though. So I, I'm glad it's not because I'm going to look that up. <laughs> My brother and I used to put shows on in our driveway. He was a figure skater growing up. Yeah. So we we loved rollerblading on the driveway to music he's Aww. also gay so we were doing like beauty and the beast like fucking just <laughs> in rollerblades and there was this one and he like we had our like you know one of those old cameras not with the film but like those older video cameras that like had the tape in it yeah and there was this one time that he didn't stop recording and I like went inside and was done cleaning up and he's like, you have to help me clean up. And my voice is like, I already helped you. Like, cause I was like, <laughs> and, and he's like, you're going to help me clean up. And I was like, and then I mimicked him and I was like, no, I'm not. And he's four years older than me. So he was like, and then he like grabbed me. He's like, you're going to help me clean up. And I was like, no, I'm not. And then he like pushed me. And oh then I God. like ran inside and like screamed like, mom, Michael, bye. 
crushed me. And then my mom, you hear my mom like in her like heels because like it was three o'clock in the afternoon and my mom just like in her heels like, Michael, don't mess with your brother. And What's then like he's her like, name, Angela. It's Linda. Linda. <laughs> Close. I was going to say Close. Linda, Donna, Barbara. Okay. Linda. <laughs> Linda Ann. Um, Linda, so, Linda. Come on, Linda. Yeah. And then, and then he sees that it was like recording and he like stops it and like runs inside. And then he destroyed the video. Like he destroyed oh God, the evidence. Why? And like, Aww. because I think he was embarrassed and he'll probably kill me if he ever hears this, that I'm talking about it, but whatever. Um, but I really, really wish that he we still had that video because that like would have like that would have been on America's Funniest Home Videos. Like the way like it was all played out, it was funny. <laughs> oh my God, Danny, you you guys sound a lot like Dominic and I actually. <laughs> Except yeah. Dominic is not gay, but everybody <laughs> asks me if Dominic's gay, and I'm just like I'm always perceived as gay. Everywhere I go, mm -hmm. whenever I talk to any girl that's like at a bar or anything, especially older people, like when like I first turned 21. And I went to the, I mean, this is a story. I went to the gypsy bar for- Oh, was I with you? No, it was at my friend's birthday, like a week after I turned 21. And I was talking to this girl. She's like 45 or whatever. And she was with her- Fuck yeah, husband. Dominic. No, I wasn't like trying to do anything. I was just- <laughs> yeah. at the To be fair, Dominic, I think you were in a Burberry shirt with a- Yeah, I was in a Burberry. Yeah, okay. A Burberry. No, it's because you dress is nice though. Yeah, well, I dress well, sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna say, that okay. was just saying, like just because it's fashion. And then, and then um, like her husband like came up to me and was like, you hitting on my wife, like, like acting like this. And I was like, no. And then like, she was like, oh, like calm down. Hank or whatever I don't know his name and she was like calm down he doesn't he doesn't play on my team or whatever and I was like, shut <laughs> I would have been like, like yeah old hags you're I right like, and I, actually, <laughs> I was like I actually have a I was like I have a girlfriend so like I was like I, I oh my god Jesus Christ talk, oh god. Well, I used so to hate that so growing up when people oh. just assume before yeah. like even I realized it's like Fuck you. I man. actually take it as a, yeah. I take it as a compliment more than I take it as anything right. else because I'm like, yeah, you like think I'm like sociable and like whatever. Like what a good right. head on your shoulders. It's yeah. Well, so I did that. I there was a kid that I used to dance with. Um he's married he, now. He, he's married now to a lovely man and they're very happy. And I I am dim on aim and I said, Are you gay? in like fifth grade. Oh my God, Morgan, were <laughs> you one of them? You were a menace. You were a cyberbully. Well, I am. I was a cyber, I was a little bit, I, I was a little we'll bit. We'll tell that later, but I gotta ask Danny this. <laughs> so you're, you're telling me about these movies that you made, and if my theory is correct, okay, because I have a theory. So every young gay guy between the ages of like maybe one to <laughs> seven to 10, identifies with a female character and constantly performs as them and there's home videos of it. Who was Pretty your go-to? Brittany. Um, <laughs> there we go. Bang, bang. We oh, all no, did. actually the first was Baby Spice. Baby because, Spice. Oh okay. yeah. Because our neighbors- That's a great transition. Yes. So our neighbors behind us, we were very close with and we had like a ladder that would go over our fence to their fence because we just like were very close and we would all play Spice Girls. It was my brother, myself, the- the other guy who's also gay and his sister. So like, we would just be like the Spice Girls and like my brother and the other guy would fight over who was posh. And I was like, I'm going to be baby every time. I'm going to be I'm baby. The, I'm the youngest, so. Like. <laughs> Nobody puts baby in the corner. 
This is like the so gayest funny. part of Lo- Long Island because I've been Truly, to Truly, Lo- what's in the water? <laughs> I've been to Long Island so many times and I feel like every time I visited, I feel like I'm on the verge of being on the receiving end of a hate crime, like like 15 <laughs> times. Well, yeah. That in too. Long Island, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but that's almost in a friendly thing. Italian kind of way. <laughs> well, they're all gay themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! But I that's such a good transition going from Baby Spice to Britney. I think there's a lot of characteristics there, or a lot of yeah, similar yeah. characteristics there. Yeah, Definitely. I mean, well, so going off of your, I mean, I could totally relate because I used to get in trouble at school because, and I, my mom has told you guys this story, but I used to draw her boobs in such a great <laughs> detail in Britney Spears. Oh my God. In kindergarten, I would, when we had our free drawing time, I would draw the pigtails and the boobs and I would do like the little, the, you know, the, what's it called? Cleavage. Yeah. The, I, I would do the, <laughs> I'd draw like the cleavage and like shaded in with my pencil. Oh my God, and they were like, listen, like, he's like sweating at the end. This kindergartner just like has a full charcoal. Like, and it's just like, like light reflecting off the yeah. top. They're oh like, my he's God. an amazing artist, but he like, he really loves drawing Britney's boobs and the other kids don't know what it is. <laughs> it's like, I'm done. That's so, amazing. So Danny, when you were in middle school, do you think that mm-hmm. you were the main character? probably yeah okay. I, w- I would say like uh, mm, it, it depends on how you look at it but I guess like from like seventh grade or what is middle school my my yeah. middle like my high school was seven through twelve like it's oh shit oh yeah. really That's high school yeah well, it was like or like junior senior high school and it was all connected okay. my town was oh, also okay. very small and we had a hundred and something kids in each grade so everybody knew everything about it wait what so town like, is yeah. that what town is that um east rockaway it's like right next to oceanside is that near southhold or no no okay never mind nothing Keep about going. long long island no nothing eh, oh it, it knows nothing about you either morgan <laughs> <laughs> but i guess so i guess i was i was i danced Growing up, like my neighbors, my neighbors signed me up for a dance class, and then I like got hooked, and I took yeah. six dance classes a week from like fifth grade to like seventh grade. So oh, me too. I was a dancer. Yeah, so I was kind of bullied for that because I was like different. I wasn't like playing football or whatever. But so yeah. I guess like in in that story, I was the main character. But then like, and then I started singing. Like in like sixth grade and like once once there was a talent show, like everyone thought I was cool because I could sing, but they still yeah. thought it was really gay. How did you find <laughs> out that you could sing well? Um, I started watching American Idol, honestly, and I was like, Oh, Aww. I love this. I love to sing. Like and yeah. I just kinda the first song I ever sang live was Build Me a Buttercup by the Temple. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And a moment like this, like just like the most growly version of a moment like this, like as yeah. a, as one did. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then my dance school made a number like this tap number, an all boys tap number that I sang in, and then from there it kind of just spiraled. Just right, and it was just became yeah. like a one man show essentially, or a triple threat. Kinda. I tried to take on the triple threat. Uh, Persona, because I went to French Woods Festival of Performing yes, Arts. French Woods, we probably have some mutual friends. <laughs> I think we do. It was a long, long, long time ago. Um, but it was really good. It was a place where I didn't know anyone when I went there. So I had no choice but to actually just lean into every single thing. And there's a story that I told on the show one time where I, I wanted to be in a musical because I wanted to at least be in the dance ensemble because that was one thing I could do. 
and I had to sing um, a song for the audition to get into a musical and I had nothing prepared. People came like onto the bus from respective places of, of the United States with their sheet music practicing on the bus and I had nothing, nothing. I what waited. did you sing? I sang, ready? Happy birthday. No! Yes! <laughs> That's like when people are like, what's the worst song to sing? The worst part was I had no one's name to say. So I said French woods. <laughs> should have pulled the Marilyn Monroe. And like, Mr. Mr. President. President. Yeah, yeah, shut up. <laughs> um, and then they asked me to do a cartwheel. And I was just like, this is going so south. But um, Did you what get a in? great. I got in. I got into Where? Barnum. Barnum the musical. Of all things, you're like, I'm doing a musical. It's. Well, Barnum. because they also, they, they structured it like- Like you Barnum had, like, Bailey? Yes, like Barnum Bailey. Is that Bailey what like musical. make someone happy is from? Like make someone happy. Just I do not remember. I'm like the worst because Morgan, I was- Morgan, you played the clown, right? Yeah. Well, I did come out. I did I did have um, a supporting role where I came the out elephant. and brought out- I brought out a broom for the janitor of the circus on stage. <laughs> and, featured. and I got that role because I wasn't talking in, in the stands because everyone else was like watching like one of the scenes and I was being quiet. I was being very good. And they were looking for someone and they were like, you. And I was like, oh my God. Um, you would have gotten an extra $15 on Broadway to pass that prop off. Really? Yeah. Maybe I should look Is into that. Is that how it works? Is that how it There's works? like some things where like if you move a set piece or this and that kind of stuff, you get like extra pay. I mean, it's like. There's like incentive. Like I said, it's not. It's not like a lot it's just 15 like it's whatever it is like it's hat or there's like if you move a, ha uh, a set piece there's like hazard pay and shit like that just, are there people oh, okay. like that are in the show and in the production that don't want to do that because it's like beneath them would you say in, uh, i don't i don't know I, I mean if they do they should check themselves because That's yeah. insane. buckle up buttercup like you signed yeah. up for this yeah I would, me, I would me pay to move a set I'd be like, piece. please. Set. I'm like, I want to rack my check up. I'm like, I'll do this. I'll do this. I'll do it. I'll push yeah. it with my back. <laughs> no. Um. I was just going to say I would pay to sit at a Broadway show. But then I realized that I do pay to sit at a Broadway <laughs> show so every time I go. I'm like, <laughs> I just want to be involved. I just want to be, be there. <laughs> well, it's, Danny, I want you. I well, no, you I miss going. it. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to get into that actually. So this must be like not an easy time. And I'm I'm gonna say, like, I've I've been saying this for a very long time, even though I am not on Broadway, I feel like I actually am. And um <laughs> I am feeling obviously not to the level you are because you're in the shows and it's your livelihood and it's your life, but it is such a missing chunk of my experience. I mean, I would Morgan, how ridiculous was I at the end of 2019? I'd be up there once a week seeing a show. Yeah. Like I would just yeah. go and just go see as much as I could. Um, right. How are you coping? Hmm. Um, well, in the beginning, I was really relying on <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> um, no, um, you know, it's hard because at the beginning of this, I was kind of like, okay, like, I've been going and going and going for so long that I was like, okay, yeah. I'm going to use this as a time to just chill out. And yeah. as time went along, I am over that and I would love to work again, but it's also, yeah. it's also been really great. I I'm spinning it positively because like, that's what I do with everything. But I kind of like realized like what I actually want to do and the things and the projects that I believe in and things that I don't want to associate myself with. And like, mm -hmm. yeah. I, yes, it's been a 
shit show and a, it sucks that like I have literally not worked now in over a year and that's okay right um but I was able I've been able to focus on like my own music and I like always have loved like singing has always been like the first thing for me like it's yeah not, your like, first love yeah so like I have like I've been focusing on like pop music and I like have I like met with some writers and I recorded a new song in January and like oh nice. you did that was yeah. my next question I was gonna yeah. ask if you if you write your own songs um I have some stuff out on Spotify that I've written but there's also um some there's a new song coming out like at the end of next month so it's yeah. a definitely a summer bop gay pride <laughs> anthem oh that's amazing we it's gonna be it. our song of the summer me yes, and Morgan, we really really if, you're, if you're ever looking for extras in the music video um I you can pay you. me 15 dollars to hold the camera or you can pay me 15 dollars <laughs> to walk in heels whatever you want <laughs> Well, I'm so happy for you, Danny, that. because you really do. And I was saying to Dominic earlier, I was like, I very, very rarely get nervous for guests. And I, but it's like a healthy nervous, but you have such a thing about you. And you look, um, when you're singing, you have this look to you that is so endearing. And it's like, passion. yeah, it's passion. It's so attractive and wholesome, but then yet like, like sexy, but also like, like I can't explain it. It's just really fantastic, and you mm -hmm. you really are so talented. Um, I need to ask you too. What was it like when you? I want you to take me through your getting the call or however you received it that you booked your first Broadway show. Um, I was a senior in high school, and I was going to audition after audition. I went to an open call for Bye Bye Birdie, and I was like, yeah, they're probably going to cast, like, 20-something-year-olds as teens. Now I'm like, please, cast 20-something as teens. Right. But, um, I'm slated for this. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> come on, I'll get Botox. Um, <laughs> no, um, so I went in, and I got to this audition that started at 10 a.m. in Times Square on, like, 43rd Street at a, a rehearsal studio, and... I got there and the audition was started at like noon or something. And the line was wrapped around the block twice. And oh I was my like, God. oh, shit. Oh is this an God. open call? I'm sorry if you said this already. Yeah. Open call. Yeah. Oh, that must be so stressful. That was one of the only ones that I've went to because. Okay. Be yes. So I yeah. went to this open call. We get up to the front of the door. They, they're like, here's a number. Come back later. And my call time was 6 45 p.m so i was like okay oh, fuck this God. taking the train home and then my dad drove me back in and my my parents are the most supportive and it's oh amazing. it's amazing but, um, so my dad drove me back in with a girl i went to high school with and then mm -hmm. so we both had the same number and here's where it gets there's drama Tell so us. we go this, upstairs is this a shit show keep going <laughs> this is a shit show and then we we get upstairs and they type you they put you all on the line and they're like and so if you don't know what typing is they basically base off your look what you look like whether or not like you're gonna sing for them today because right. there were so many people there there was probably right. over like there was definitely over like two thousand people at this oh one my audition. God. um so I do that. I get typed in. The girl I went to high school with didn't get typed in. Oh, she never spoke to me again. You're like, Are you serious? sorry, Claire. See ya. <laughs> yeah. Did she take the train back? No, my dad drove her back. That is like very, very sweet. Awkward. Oh, my it was God. very awkward because like I went in, I sang in the coat closet, literally, of this <laughs> rehearsal studio because they had like three different rooms with all casting different casting agents. I sang and they're like, how's your dancing? I was like, yeah, love it. Like, great. They're like, come back. And I basically got like a golden ticket to come back for a dance callback. Wow. 
get another call back. The drive home was like literally heinous because I was like, I felt awful and I didn't really, no one really spoke because like I didn't want to make her upset. But like I also was like inside, I was like, oh my God, I just got Was a call she back. crying? No, no, no. Oh. no. Um, okay. So, so I get like another call back. I go back in and I keep getting called back just, and I'm for the whole team. And then there's a final call back where there's like three different groups of like, 13 people in it and like I was put in the group that ultimately ended up getting the call but they like put Matt Doyle next to me I don't know if you know who Matt Doyle is but he's a Broadway actor and I ended up understudying him and I just remember hearing them be like oh they kind of look alike and I was like oh that can't be like a bad sign if I know he's playing Hugo and I've been like going in callbacks like reading the Hugo sides Right. I come home, I whatever, a week goes by and I go home from school, I had a really shitty day and I'm just like at my computer being like a bitchy teen. And my mom's like, the phone's ringing and it's for you. Cause it's like, we could see that it was like Carnahan casting or whatever. Oh my God. And I was like, but she's like, Danny, it, the phone's for you. Come get it. Cause she didn't want to tell me. And she was like, and I was like, no, I'm not, I don't want to talk right now. <laughs> oh my God. Cause <laughs> you were having a bad high school yeah. day. And then she's so like, like, if Danny, it's someone asking me from the homework, I'm going to tell them to fuck off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a clear from the audition. Fucking me. Cause I yeah. was so dumb. Um, so, <laughs> so whatever. And I'm finally, I'm like, fine. What, what? And then like, I go over to her and she's like, like, like it's them, it's them, it's them. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So I like change my attitude. You know, you put your like customer service voice on. Hi, yeah. how are you? Um, and they're like, we just have a- yeah, basically. <laughs> and they're like, we have a question for you. How would you like to meet a cat, the cast of Five Birdie? Blah, blah. And I was like, oh my and God. I was like, holy shit, like crying, like my, the phone, like wire, like my mom and I are like literally tangled up, LOL, Aww. telephone um, And then like, <laughs> whatever we finish. And then she's like, it's a good reference. Done. Right. Yeah. Um, she's like, I'm not done. I want you to also cover Hugo. And I was like, holy shit. Like I'm 17 years old. And I was like, I didn't really know what was happening. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. so it was kind of like a blur. Yeah. And it's something that I'll never really quite like wrap my head around. Like what exactly happened? I like see pictures and flashes of what it was. But like that whole kind of like next couple of months up until like rehearsals, I remember like the first day, like the kids rehearsed like for a week before everybody else came in and John Stamos came in and like, Oh, I forgot that he was in that. He was Albert, right? Yeah. And he's truly like uncle Jesse in real life. And then, so anyway, like super cool. Yeah. The show got Uh, panned and whatever, but yeah. Wasn't Allie trim in that show? Yeah. Allie trim. I used to be Facebook friends with her. Love it. Um, The show got panned, but whatever. The the relationships we all made and the experiences we had were amazing. And when the shutdown first happened, it was like our 10-year anniversary of the show. So I like yeah. messaged everyone. And I was like, I'd love to get like a Zoom together. And we had like the whole cast on Zoom. Wow. And That's amazing. Reading. Yeah. Yeah. We all love right. talking about that. Even with like um, Nikki Blonsky, we had her on a while ago. And the bonds that you build oh with ca- with the cast of any show that you're in is just unbreakable. Cause I you, know. It is. And I've been pretty family. To yeah. be part of like several shows with amazing groups of people. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. I'm sure you I, miss it. I, I bet the post show depression is so bad. You know, when when we closed Charlie on tour, we were all kind of like not ready to close it, but like it was less it wasn't it, my contract was only a year and a half anyway. So like I'm okay. going into it, but like getting a closing notice of a show is like literally like a knife in the heart. Like, and like oh. closing night of newsies on Broadway was like, like just yeah. so terrible. But then I've also been a part of wicked where I gave my notice that I was like, I'm leaving. 
because right. I had others. And that was empowering in a way. I was going to say, that must be a great feeling being able to say no. Like it's kind of egotistical a little bit, but being able to say no to something. Right. And it wasn't egotistical in a way where I was like, I'm too good for this. I was like, I have of opportunities that I'm going to pursue. And I was in the you show had for the two option and a half to say, yeah. You had the option to say no, which is, I think, right. Right. the which goal is, when you're on Broadway. Yeah. Or anywhere in fame. Right. I mean. Hi, Hugo. <laughs> Hi, stupid. Me, Morgan and I were in Bye Bye Birdie. We were in Bye Bye Birdie. Yeah. In I high was school. in the dance. I finally made it to the dance ensemble. I knew none yes. of the, none. I knew nothing. But Anthony and I had a little <laughs> together. I was Al, I was Albert and Morgan and I Albert. had a, yes. a little dance solo and put up put a happy face. And I didn't know any of my lines. Danny, I knew none of my lines. Neither. I was playing Albert as I booked it. And so I was doing Albert in a community theater <laughs> and I didn't know my lines either. <laughs> but improving is so fun though. Yeah. Oh, I like made up like I, I knew the beginning of the line and the end of the line. So I would just fill in the middle with something. Now on Broadway, are you going to get a no after? Like, yes. you please say it is written. <laughs> yes. Does that happen often that if you change something up a tiny bit, do you get a note? It depends on how strict like penalty. No. It depends how many times you do it slash like if it's like a cue line for music, like everything is usually like timed out. So like what's in the script is what you should say, unless it's like improv here. You know what I mean? Like where there mm -hmm. is some parts where they do that, like oh, the guy who's Willy Wonka, like is not going to do the same thing every night because it's like a, he's like a zany kind of character that's like there's built in right. improv. But like my character was very scripted, you know, right. but like right. TV. Yeah, the little game gamer. <laughs> now he okay. wasn't in the yeah. movie, right? He wasn't. No, he well, was. He, he oh, was okay. in the movie, yeah. yeah. But he was like the guns shoot the right. BB guns and whatever. And I then he was the like, cowboy. Yeah, the cowboy. Yeah. And then in like the two thousands version, he is the video game Cut. guy. And oh, like the video game guy. Kept it. That's okay. Yeah. Now, okay. So I need to ask you a question about Wicked, okay? <laughs> and I don't know. You're not gonna be able to answer this. Maybe, but maybe you will. Okay, because I used to, I mean, I do love Wicked. I've seen it so many times, but there's a line that doesn't make any sense in Wicked, right. and I don't understand why nobody's ever said anything about it. Uh, Dominic, how often do I say when I'm like wasted? <laughs> we'll be at like 3 a.m. on the way home from the bar. I'm like, that line, I, I turn into Dorinda. I'm like, that fucking line for good is so stupid. <laughs> so, so Alphaba, is it Alphaba who says it? Oh, no, it's Glint, Galinda or Glinda says, no, is it Alphaba? I don't Just know. Just say the line. I don't know who says it. I promise. Now I'm blanking up on the <laughs> That's line. That's a fun game. No, say the it. The things you I, know it. Uh, I ask forgiveness for the things I've done you've blamed me for. <laughs> right. I've heard this monologue but so then, much. And then she's like, but then I guess we know there's blame to share. Shouldn't the line be for the things I've done I've blamed you for? That should be the line. What do you? Of course, you're gonna blame me for it because the I did. I've done you blame me for. It should be for the for the things I've done. I blamed you for because she wasn't taking responsibility for them. So, for the things I've done, you blamed me for. Like Look, if I did it. Its lyric lyrics are a little dicey. Just see. <laughs> I'm sorry. After you listen to that for like two and a half years, you're just like. I, I mean, it's still beautiful music and like poetic mm -hmm. lyrics. And I think that that's where like, you know, they take license that way. But I, I yeah, right. I asked for, right. for the things I've He's done. Right. You've blamed me for it. No, 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 no. I disagree mm -hmm. with you actually. Okay, because okay, tell me why. 
because well, you were in that's, it, so you get more. You because get that's like up. Glinda's first time being like, "Yo, I'm sorry that I took all this fame to my head, and like <laughs> you blame me for it, and I understand." But you also were kind of cuckoo and went off the handle and just like flew away just because you didn't get what you wanted. I know those monkeys' wings and shit, but like, girl, calm down. You know what I mean? Oh my god, your personas so, are so funny. <laughs> so, when, so when Glinda's saying, "I guess that there's blame to share." So because yeah. Elphaba says, I ask forgiveness for the things I've done you blame me for. And then Glinda goes, but then I guess we know there's blame to share. Right. And that's like Glinda's being like, I'm uh -huh. sorry, too, because we all know that like. But like doesn't want to say it. Yeah, because she's like kind of a Karen. Um, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. In a way. <laughs> yeah, know? Glinda is such a Trump supporter, by the way. <laughs> No, she's not my Glinda's. <laughs> no, no, no. But, but, but the character yeah. really is. She, I always she, say that Mike TV was definitely. Oh, his one, yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I had a Trump impression that one of my, that got cut in previews because, like, I did like a one of my lines was like, "Wonka's a loser. These kids are losers." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna win. Like I literally did like a whole thing, and they're like, "Okay, maybe not," because like you're going through like <laughs> some cities that might not respond well to that. And I was like, "Okay, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, but I <laughs> you're gonna be in Nebraska at the tour. They're gonna be like, but but that's the thing though with Trump supporters. When you imitate Trump, they always think that you're doing it in a positive light. They're like, "Yeah, right, exactly. Right. That's how he talks, and we love that." Like it's just dead. That's what like, they good night. Do. Good yeah. night. Good night. <laughs> but. Okay, so I'm glad you cleared up the wicked thing, but let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about it a little more. I, I it sounds like maybe wicked was not your favorite. Was it? No, 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 no. Wicked was it? my. I was my screen name was tragically green too in like seventh. Grade. Oh my so god, like, mine bitch was, was accepted. Mine was also had something to do with wicked. I forget exactly what it was. Oh, it was divine gravity, and it had like Duh. instead of the e, it was you a took three. it from me. <laughs> it was, instead of the e, it was a three, and it was a screen name of mine. And I that's when I asked the kid, "Are you gay?" Yes. <laughs> He's like, "No, but you are." Message <laughs> from defying gravity. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the wicked online day singing contest the second year of the on Broadway. I mean to the top 10 so i didn't what? win but i guess i won because i was in the show because you're in it right was that, Very is accomplished. that such a crazy thing danny that you're like oh my god like i was obsessed with the show and now i'm fucking yeah. in it that must be yeah i surreal. mean i i saw the show in eighth grade and i turned to my mom at intermission and i was like i'm gonna be in this one day so like getting to like actually be in it like is something that like I'll never forget, and like obviously, I'm not gonna forget it. And but like, it's it's an experience. <laughs> I'm like, what am I saying? It's an experience that like I'll never forget because I was so ready for the next thing that was gonna happen, and I didn't think it was ever gonna be that. Like, I never was like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I'll maybe do Wicked like later down the line. But then it just kind of like fell in my lap, and it was like, I'd gone in for wow. the tour once, and then I went to my audition and I fucked up the dance call and I was like, well, oh. it's not happening. And then I got a call that I had to go in later that day. And then they basically were just hitting, there's a B flat at the end of the opening number and it's like pretty high for a tenor to sing. And like, I had to sustain it and they just one by one had us go in and sing it. And like, yeah, I didn't oh even God. have to do the Bach material because I had just done it for them. So like, I feel like in, in dance auditions, like if you make a mistake, we were always taught if you made a mistake, it didn't matter. It just mattered how you came out of it and how you dealt with it. So maybe if, maybe that gives you some, Maybe that's why. Well, I always thought Bach was such a, um, well, I like that part of dancing through life that Bach sings. That's like yeah. the best part. Cause that's like right before the 
climax. Now, when you played Bach, were you were you very like? So I always was wondering this because I haven't seen it in years, maybe right. since like 2008. But when I listen to the soundtrack, I forget. So he's like asking Nessa to the dance, right? Mm -hmm. But when he says, because you are so beautiful, does he not he's mean that? At Glenda. And that's oh, what makes it. So like, you're, you're like, I have something to confess. And then there's like a turn and you're like, because you're looking for the words because, oh, Glinda, she's beautiful because you are so beautiful. And then that she like makes Nessa think that he's talking about her. But I will say that Wicked is on a raked stage. So pulling and pushing a wheelchair around, if it's you don't difficult. break it, like yeah. it'll just like, it'll keep moving. So like oh. that's, it's like, because it's a rake stage, like the tours don't have like the breaks in the, I think right. they do, but it's like, at least you're not going to go anywhere. Like if I let go, she there's like dance off. moments, like there's, she could have fallen, she could fall into the bed. Oh Never my happened, God. But, yeah. I can't believe that Libby from uh, uh, yes. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Jenna Lee Green. Rose. Yeah. Yeah. On the tour. That's crazy. So I have actually have a question too about understudying because I very often, I have this very fond memory. My mother and I went to go see Rent in 2006 and we saw an all understudy cast, like every oh, single, wow. like- There's a flu I, going around, COVID. Yeah, there was, it was a matinee, like a, in the, you know, and, but- I remember I and I don't know if this is false, but I, I get excited every time I see an understudy because I often find that I like the understudies better than the slated person who's playing them. Mm -hmm. Now, when you what is is there like a stigma about understudying or are you just like I'm chosen because I'm equally as good as this person? Like, how does that really work? You know, it's hard because especially like I've understudied, I understudied in every Broadway show that I did. And that was part of the reason why I left Wicked and ultimately took the Charlie tour because I was mm. playing the role full time. Right. So usually you're valuable because you're in the ensemble as a track, but then they also find that you can do Bach or like okay. can do the other part. So like I never felt like inferior to the person playing it. I was just like, fuck, I just wish that I was playing it full time. Uh, right. yeah. But also I will say... What's really awesome, especially as an audience member, seeing an understudy. I mean, now I mean, now I have an, um, like more of an appreciation for it because yeah. like I know the shoes that they're in. Right. Yeah. But I almost think that like that performance is like one of a kind because like the you don't get as an understudy if you're lucky, someone has a vacation. You get a week on and by the like a third full or fourth week show, sometimes. yeah and you get that in the momentum but sometimes it's like being shot out of a cannon like mm -hmm. i understudied davy and newsies and i went on for the first time i went on the first time the day before my 20 set 20 22nd birthday and then i went on three days after that and like I, it was just a whirlwind and i don't remember it and it, like but then every time after that, like it gets easier because right. it's in your muscle memory. But it's like yeah. you just have to, as an understudy, I feel like you have to learn to trust that muscle memory. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. Because I, I mean, I saw Haven Burton play Maureen, um, and she was an understudy. She was fucking unbelievable. And then I saw her under. I think she was a standby, maybe in Legally Blonde. I saw her do mm -hmm. L, and she had to wear the wig for Margot is L oh. and cause it was, I guess, I don't know why, I guess maybe the wig didn't fit her and she was unreal. And I'm like, I'm obsessed with understudy. I love Are that you you're like, that's me? the Margot wig. That is not the L wig. <laughs> I know, I knew it. Cause it was like in a high pony. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's not the L wig. She's in a different wig. Um, 
Anyway. So Danny, Danny, yeah. if you were to choose any Broadway song that could be stuck in in your head for the rest of your life, what would it be? And could you give us a little sneak peek? I know. Oh my, my God. God, I'm going to cry. And I have to say, Danny, th- I think this is the most we've put a guest on on the spot. What do you I think? I feel Dan? like I've been performing the entire time. What a Broadway song for the rest of my life. And it could be gender bent because I was going to ask you about which gender bent role would you like to play? Mm. Yeah. Pro- I mean, I'm obsessed with I like Waitress so much. Like, oh I think God. any song from that. OK, give us a little. Sugar, butter, flour, don't let me down. Oh, wow. It's so good. Go to my TikTok if you want to hear me sing or YouTube. <laughs> I like when you do that one on your TikTok where you're like singing about a dance floor. You're like, oh, oh yeah. I Those are composers that I work with uh, for uh, on a lot of things. I actually just filmed a video for them for the San Francisco Gamers Chorus. They wrote a song ah! and the choir oh, my is... God doing it and i'm one of the soloists in it um, um damn, yeah that song busy it's great trying jesus yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm i mean i'm doing little projects and truly just watching all the reality my boyfriend and i are watching all the reality tv drag race every housewives the challenge which is oh like, my a, God. like you oh know my God. the like all is, those shows is Polly on it this season or cara challenge yeah or cara is Kara on this season? She's not. not. <laughs> He's in the other room. <laughs> well, keep an eye out on the Jersey finale because you might see Morgan and I on it. Oh, my, I'll actually watch it. Like, I haven't really watched that much of this season because I've been binging Atlanta from the beginning. Oh, my okay. God. Morgan and I are Kim and Nini post the fight. <laughs> Dead. No, not that. No. I mean, I have a question for you. Like, who's your favorite housewife, like, of all time? Like, and, like, I mean, <sighs> you represent, like, a lot of them, right? Well, just right now, I, I, my main client right now is Bronwyn from OC. Okay. Um, She, I got to say. From Orange County, yeah. And she's having <laughs> a really, really tough time because this season she was, like, basically bullied for not being, <laughs> not being a racist and coming out right. as a lesbian. And so, like. She's dealt with a lot of shit. We just had her on, I think, last week or two weeks ago. And weeks ago, but yeah. I work with her every day, all day. And I gotta say, she's a good client because she she pays on time. First of all, she's great like <laughs> <We> that, <love. laughs> and she is a pleasure. She's she has a lot of boundaries, and a lot of them don't. I gotta say, the worst one that I ever worked with was Dorinda from New York. That breaks my heart because I, I feel like. Dorinda's like my drunk aunt, you know? Yeah. <laughs> She's no, a woman of our own heart. Like, we love right. Dorinda still. I can separate my experience from her. From That's good. From Because we Dorinda is us. We are Dorinda. <laughs> I just feel um, like she changed so much. Like, from when she came on to the show and I put She absolutely on, she did. She left. She came on and she was, like, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, like, the voice of reason, and then she just went off the deep end. Right. Yeah. That's She's a broad. She, she yeah, she's, absolutely she's abroad. Is. She's yeah. a diva. Like she's one hundred percent viva la diva. Like move over for a little. But I gotta say the kind, the kindest, and the funniest, and like the best ever that I know personally. Oh, can I guess? What? Oh, I was gonna guess. I was gonna say either Sonia or Dolores. Oh well, I was Margaret is the best of all. Oh time. Margaret, like, of course. It seems like it. 
I pushed your husband in the pool. Or like, your husband's in the pool. Yeah. Husband's yeah. In the pool. Me and my husband. That's like my favorite. That's literally my favorite thing she's ever done. But I think across the board, like even out of ones that I don't know, I think the biggest all-star player is- Jen Shaw. I, just kidding. Jen Shaw. <laughs> I can't wait to see She's it. trying to be. She really is. I think Nini is is in like Nini's the most valuable player of all time. Mm, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. <laughs> now, Danny, tell everybody where they can find you online. And yes, yeah, go ahead. Um, you could find me at Danny Quadrino on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, and that's it. Danny, <laughs> and on Danny. Spotify. Oh yeah, Danny Quadrino, Daniel Quadrino. Any if you put Quadrino in, I'll come up. Quadrino, music, music. Danny, I could talk to you for like fucking ever because this <laughs> stuff like interests me so much, and you got such a great story, and I'm so excited for everything to open back up so you can fucking shine like the light that you are. Me too. Really. Thank you, thank you. And y'all are you, are you both in Jersey or you're in Boston? I'm in Boston. Okay. Anthony's in Jersey. Well, once the yeah. world is open up and there's a show happening, you let me know when you're there. Oh, we would Ooh, love to. Danny, Danny, that'd be amazing. We'll, we'll make it happen. Um, thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. The shit show. <laughs> yeah, that was a shit show.